Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To do lame dances every time. We usually do. We'll yeah. always at least, at the very least, do a head bob. That's true. That's yeah. true. We must be feeling in a good mood this week because other weeks, when we just do the head nod, it's like a. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, here we go. I guess we've got to do the podcast. <laughs> I'm in a great mood because I'm on holidays. So. Oh my God, it's Thursday for you. Yes. So. I still got another day till the long weekend. I am. Um, I also left work early today because they wanted us to do um, these uh, digital, like, online courses, just journalism stuff, hashtag journalism, make sure we're up to. It was really interesting, actually. It was done by Reuters and it was a thing about, um, like, how to get news from, like, social media, which I found quite interesting. Oh, that's interesting. I Um, thought you meant, like, um, like HR training type. No, no, no. You know when you you go in a new job and you're like, you haven't done your online training module and you're like, for fuck's sake, I don't don't want to do this. No, it wasn't that. It was, you know, how to verify sources and if you find something Uh online and all of that, which was really cool. I mean, still, like, you know, an online course. Like, you know, I put on my trackies and was eating a hot cross bun at the same time, but. You know, it was it was vaguely interesting. So I left work at nine thirty because they're really cool there. They're like, oh yeah, go home and do it. All good, no worries. Like, oh, yeah, nice. great. So I got home at like nine thirty. Took the dog for a walk. Oh, that's and, why you wanted to start early. You're like, I don't, yeah, know, I don't want to have to do this. I've got <laughs> um, other things to do. I've got my no, weekend. I've got my life to plan. Yeah, well, I've got because that's the thing. I'm off. I'm off now till after Anzac Day. So I've got a nice little nice, nice. week off. A um, couple of little bits and bobs planned. But nothing, nothing, not like a week off where it's like, oh, I've got to run around and do stuff. I'm just kind of like taking it easy, which is nice. Does that, does that mean that we're having a week off next week? Yeah. 
Okay. No, Look, that works for me. We haven't had any we haven't had any, you know, all the radio big radio shows gone two week survey break and all that. Oh, we haven't yeah. and we are also clearly a big radio <laughs> show. I'm just saying, you know, you've got to you've got to take time off to recharge and, That's and to true. you know take a mental health week. Absolutely. So yes, next week we'll there'll be no episode. Maybe we can put up a good old one, maybe, Jack. I'm not doing that. I'm what? not doing that. That don't sounds just, like work. Don't you just reload an old episode? Oh, yeah, but I've got to pick the right one. and oh, Just do it. Lucky too Dip. Too much work. Lucky Dip. Genuinely just do a Lucky Dip. Go yeah, back maybe. to like maybe the something first. from last year. Oh, you know what I might do? <laughs> oh, it's just a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> I, I may or may not do this. I'm I'll not do sure it. Yet. But I might, I might dig up a really old one from when we were on a different feed. Oh, you should do that because that would yeah, be really I'll, I'll old. I'll have to edit out some particular references. But, oh, uh, yeah, that, that's you're not going to do that. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But you're definitely I might, not going to do that. Stay tuned on the feed. Who knows? Well, we've been going um, for what, you know, well, I don't know. Last week was episode 60, so. There you go. So you can go back. We started doing this nearly like on our own nearly a year ago. So, you know. I know. It's pretty old if you go and pick one from the first, I don't know, 10 I weeks. Know. I know. Just do a lucky dip. Just pick that? anyone. You don't, and just and just in the title, just say you know, lucky dip. Enjoy this okay. while we're off. We're only forty weeks away from um, our hundredth episode. Of uh, forty weeks, forty episodes away <laughs> oh, from our hundred. Well, that is forty weeks. Well, yeah, I guess so. From now, our, it's forty-one. Hundredth uh, episode. Um, I saw actually another podcast. They sent out cakes to influencers for their hundredth episode. Should we yeah, do that? A couple of mitches. I don't have any money. Oh, okay. That's the thing. We don't have a PR company who's going to do that yeah. for us. Maybe yeah. we should get a PR company. Peter, I wish I had a manager. Clippy, we've got Clippy here. Clippy can be our PR. Peter, we need you to – sorry, Clippy, we need you to go out and buy a bunch of Woolies chocolate mud cakes um, and Peter, yeah, Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. And we'll get like little cutouts of our heads and just – As long as you guys give me a budget, I'm, I'll do whatever you guys think. Um, look, why don't you – you pay, keep the receipts and um, just send them over and I'll send them to um, our HR department. They can get on to reimburse <laughs> They'll reimburse you. Yeah. you. <laughs> Sounds um, like a plan. You work for a bubble tea company, right? Maybe we could make special oh, limited edition idea. bubble teas that you have uh, to put the bill for as well. I hate to burst the bubble, but I uh, also quit that job a while ago. So. Oh, you quit that job. What are you doing now? You didn't yeah. tell us. Uh, I work at uh, opposite of small M. <gasps> Big, yep. Yep, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Jackson. Oh, my God, That's the... Okay. As in like, okay. Small M. Yeah. Opposite of small M. Opposite. What's like if you flip an M the other way around, what do you get? Oh, now I get it. I was like, Big M? You work for a milk company? Chocolate milk. Can you imagine? Yeah, I work for Big M. <laughs> I was like, what, in marketing or something? Like, what, oh are, you, what are you doing? Hey, actually, speaking of, um, speaking of, and actually this sort of, actually doesn't tie actually, into actually, actually. Celeb Watch. We've, I've got a really good Celeb Watch oh coming God. up later he on. He hooked us this last week, literally last yeah. week. He was like, guys. <laughs> it's it's great. I can't wait. I'm so excited. But was actually, it Chris Rock? Did you get the first interview with Chris oh, Rock? No, I wish it was Chris yeah. Rock. Um, but you talking about online courses actually uh, triggered in my memory. I'm not sure if I've spoken about this, but I did uh, have to when I started work. I had to do an online course in uh, it's like a workplace harassment, anti-harassment, you know, sort of online course. Pretty standard these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, is- this is sort of the state of California has one and you have to take the state of California oh. one and they give you a certificate at the end. You have to send it into HR to be oh. like, yes, I've done this. 
Goodness. And it's really, really long and you can't skip any of it. You can't, you know, skip through. Oh, no. Which is the worst. Oh, but, no. And so you have to and, – and because it, it's words and then it reads it out to you, so you can't even just read the words and click next. So you have oh, to wait for it to no. read it out to you at this pace. Oh, my God, that is atrocious. <sighs> it's the worst. But the funniest thing – well, the, the, the weirdest thing about the whole thing, and this kind of ties into Celeb Watch in that we're in LA or in California, or I'm in LA, I'm in California. Yeah, I'm not. And <laughs> there's celebrities everywhere. Hmm. I'm about three quarters of the way through <laughs> this online course, anti-harassment course. And it's like, now we're going to show you a video. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we fucking go. <laughs> and on pops David Schwimmer. And I was like, okay. the fuck's that guy doing on the anti-fucking discrimination video? What's, was he like an actor or was he like yeah, being yeah, himself? So he, was, he was the boss in the scene and the girl was, um, she's actually from Atlanta, and they were like enacting this scene and he was like trying to get a number and then he was like coming on to her and then he like kissed her out of nowhere and he's like, oh, Wait, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck? Your company Ross? paid David Schwimmer to be no, in no, there. No, it's, it's the state of California one. So the California, right. I guess, paid right, right, David right. Schwimmer to be in this this anti-harassment campaign, anti-sexual harassment campaign. And I was like, uh, what? Was it? I always find those ones, they always use like stock images of like, you know, it's like a construction site. It's a guy so, with a, yes. you know, this pointing at the, the camera. It was literally stock images of people going, oh, and then <laughs> it was like, this up. is John. And I'm like, that's not John, that's a fucking stock image. And I was like, okay, so the, that's my expectations for the video were like, this is going to be amazing. And fucking David Schwimmer turns up and I'm like, what's going on here? That is wild. This that's, isn't Friends. That's not, that's not your celeb watch, is it? Oh, no, no, no. This okay. happened a while ago. Okay. My celeb watch is way better than that. And we're going to save that for the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to finish on it? Yes, we'll finish on celeb watch. Okay. It's really good this week, I promise. Okay, all right. Yeah. Really good. Really You've really good. talked this up and if it's going to be like I saw someone from some obscure film that neither Clippy nor I have oh, seen. No, 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 no. no okay. No. All right. It's really good. Well, I'm really anxious to get to it, so can we just start the podcast now okay. so that <laughs> we can find out? All right, here we go. Okay. I'm just bringing out my question from Ronnie. Hello, Rocco. You know that great, <laughs> that audio on TikTok and it's the Elmo one? It's like, hi, Ellie. Hi, Chucky Sue. Such a cute hamster. Say hi to Rocco, Elmo. Hello, Rocco. Clippy's no. laughing like he knows what I'm talking about. about. I'm just knows. laughing because I just knew that Jax would not understand that whatsoever. <laughs> Our algorithms or whatever it is, whatever it is that decides what we see on TikTok must be very different. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the strangest things on TikTok. Hello, Rocco. It's so funny. It's like Salty Elmo. It's great. It's great. I want fun TikToks. I get like... Oh, this is how I get my track to sound like this. And oh, I'm like, ew, and, that's and things so like lame. I know it's the worst. And things like um, you know, I don't know, singers and they sing verses over music and Okay, I've ugh. got the audio. I want to play it. Actually, quickly. I'm also on voice over TikTok. I think I have all the voice over the oh, algorithms so like lame. feeding me voice over things. It's the worst. Okay, hang on. And there's the guy who's like, <laughs> Do you think you could you could be a voiceover? Oh, is it like give this a you fill in the blanks. Is it that, yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, I've done yeah, one of those yeah. before as well. Okay, hang on. This is it. We should do them. We should put them Why? up on our TikTok. 
Yeah, I know. We said last week, let's put things up on a TikTok. Did either of us do it? No. All right, this week I'm going to do it and I'm going to put up one of those can you be your voiceover ones. I tried to do it but, I like, no no word of a lie, I filmed half of the video and then I needed to film the rest of it in TikTok and I couldn't <laughs> yeah. figure out how to merge the two. Just film it outside of TikTok and put them together in TikTok. I can't. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't figure out how to put two videos together on TikTok. You just select two. You select two videos and then you just trim them however you want. Okay, I just want to play this audio so that you guys can see how great it is. Salty Elmo. Hello, Rocco. Who the Rocco. fuck is Rocco? I don't get it. I don't know. They're like, it's it's like I don't get it without seeing the video, but people just use that to be like, uh, oh, anyway. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's gone over your head. This is why you don't get fun TikTok because you're not fun. Should we use that audio for a TikTok? It's really old. It was trending oh, like okay. six months ago maybe. <clears throat> okay. It's yeah, old on TikTok, I know. It's really old on TikTok. Even like something from two weeks ago now is like the trend's gone. I was listening to the radio the other night. I think it was last night and they were talking to some makeup TikToker interviewing her and in like it was like 8 o'clock at night and I was like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, I mean TikTok's so weird. We talk about TikTok all the time. I don't want to start talking about TikTok again, but TikTok's very Maybe strange. We should get TikTok to sponsor us. That might help us go viral. Okay, first let's do what we're here to do, which is answer questions from Ronnie's. Okay. Okay. This one comes from Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Hello, Rocco. Okay. Um, hi, guys. I recently found out that my boyfriend of just over three months still uses Grinder. This person is in a uh, gay relationship. Well, obviously, yes. Well, you know, some people might be bi, but this is oh, you know, true. Yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie is a male, so just to so clarify. So they've been together. That. Wait, wait. They've been together three months. No, uh, yes, boyfriend of just over three months still uses uh-huh. Grinder. He says he only uses it to chat with people, but I'm concerned he might be cheating on me. What should I do? Help me, love Ronnie. I feel like that's not an app you use to chat. Like if it was Bumble, you know, Bumble has like the the um, uh, the Duh. sex side. Well, not sex. It's, it's like the relationship <laughs> side and the the BFF side. So you could maybe be like, oh, if you're on Bumble, you're like. Oh, I've just switched to the BFF side. I just want to meet people. Mm. But Grinder, I feel like, is maybe an app that you use to hook up on, right? Mm. Like, it's a, that's like the the original hookup app. Here's the thing, right? If if this happens three months in, very 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 new, still obviously, yeah. If you catch a part uh, a new new cat, you know, you spot that this your new partner's using a dating app, and you ask them, and they go, "Oh, I just forgot to delete it." You know, you believe them, right? You're like, "Oh yeah, you're in the clear." If they say they're still using it, but they're like, oh, I just chat to people. Oh, like I think that's caught, like red-handed. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, sorry, Ronnie. And look, that doesn't mean that they are cheating on you. They might have just found it difficult to go from being a party boy and, you know, hooking up and chatting with people and, you know, doing whatever they want to being in a relationship. Like I'm not saying dump them, but they're they're not using it just to I'll chat to someone. Put it this, uh, if I wanted to... M- meet friends, I don't think a dating app is the first place I would go. No. <laughs> right? Particularly like. I feel like, like it would be that sort yeah, of thing yeah. where you're like jumping up, particularly Grinder. Grinder's different, I feel, to Tinder as well. Grinder, I feel like is a bit more, well, at least when I had friends using it who um, like when I, like years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
So I don't know if it's changed. That's that was my point. I've, there. N- I've never used it. So I mean, I've never used any of the apps. I've seen people use Tinder and Swipe, but I, I yeah, don't, yeah. don't think Grinder is a swipe thing, right? It's like Grinder. Different- it matches like it shows you who's nearby, and you can just chat to them. Yeah. Grinder's like pretty. Like I said, at least a few years ago, when I had friends using it, it's mm. pretty like straight to the point. Like <laughs> you know, yeah, right. you've got you send pictures on Grinder and stuff and all uh-huh. of that. So. I find it hard to believe, Ronnie, that they were just chatting to people on it. I'm not saying they were meeting up with people on it, but they were probably getting flirty with someone and, you know, having a chat and exchanging pictures. Um, you know, I don't know whether you guys have had the chat. Obviously, you're together, you're in a relationship, so most people that means you're exclusive. That said, relationships work in different ways. Maybe they didn't yes. realise that you wanted to not be, you know, talking to other people or whatever, um, in which case it's an opportunity to say, hey, like, you know, we need to discuss what we, what our rules are, what our guidelines and expectations are for each other in this relationship, um, in which case, you know, have that conversation. And if that's a deal breaker to you, even if they're just chatting, right, then, you know, you've got to let them know and and then or come to a compromise and agree on what your rules are. Yeah, and uh, I mean the, the this, your your boyfriend, your new boyfriend, um, I mean they may have only been in relationships where using hookup apps or hooking up with other people alongside their, uh, I guess, main relationship is is standard for them, yeah. or you know, is is how they, you know, their kind of standard operating procedure kind of thing. So, you know, but yes, I think you definitely need to have a conversation with them. But it could be kind of tricky if they're not going to, if they're just going to, you know, kind of stick with the oh no, I'm just chatting kind of line. Then that kind of makes the conversation a little trickier. But maybe that's the case of Ronnie saying, well you know, I don't want you using a dating app to chat to strangers who are posting dick pics. True. You know what I mean? I guess the other thing is like, you know, uh, how do you know that they're still using it? Did you catch them on the app or did you just see it on their phone? Um, But it sounds like they admitted to it because they said, oh, no, I'm just using it to chat. They didn't say I forgot to delete it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like just, I mean, you know, there's a difference between I guess, oh, I, I booted up, you know, I've I've booted it up twice since we've gotten together just to kind of see what was around versus I'm on it every night, you mm. know, not maybe maybe not hooking up with people. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, it's quite quite important in the early days of your relationship like while you like want to just have fun and, you know, like enjoy that time where it's like, "We this is so much fun and we we like each other so much." It's important to like work out what you're all expectations are of each other in terms of that sort of stuff, talking to other people, you know, um, whether you're open or closed or whether you're willing to, you know. Mm. Bring someone in. Sure, sure. Maybe, you know, that doesn't have to be the conversation. I'm just saying, like, that's the important time because, I mean, I think that's the thing. You Both you and I only have experience in hetero relationships. Yes. And from my understanding of the um, gay community in particular is that often – they're like open relationships are yeah are I was about to say it normal. feels more common for the relationships to be more um 
and I don't know if that's just me generalising. Um, because I think I, it is a generalisation. I think a lot of, but I, I agree with you, I have the same idea, but I've heard like quite a bit of commentary from gay people where they're like, we hate this stereotype that like all our relationships right. are open and oh, stuff. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, but that's not to say that a lot of them aren't. Um, I think mm. the other thing is um, it's a, such a small community, particularly in Australia. I don't know where Ronnie's from, but in Australia the community is so small that a lot of people have already all hooked up with each other as well. <laughs> That's the one that my friend has told me about oh. where he's like, yeah, you know, it's hard to uh, go to a gay club and not run into five people that you haven't hooked up with at some point, particularly <laughs> the older gays as well because it was even smaller back then and it was so closeted because, yeah. of course, like the, the fear for people in those days was crippling that people would find out. So, you know, if you were gay, you were trying to, you know, perhaps keep it on the down low and, the, yeah, the community was so small and insular <laughs> they were all just hooking up with each other. But these days I feel like the 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 pool is quite broad, you know. I feel like it's not like I think you'd yeah, be maybe surprised. Back in the day. I think you'd be surprised. Okay. Yeah. yeah. From what okay. I've heard, that's what I'm saying. I, like I'm not just making this up. Like I have lots of gay yeah. friends and that's that's kind of the consensus that I get across the board from them. So, you know. But um no harm, Ronnie, in just kind of saying to them, laying out what your expectations are and asking them to delete it if it makes you uncomfortable. Or if you are comfortable, then it's a great opportunity to have that conversation and say, hey, like, I'm cool if you want to chat to other people, you know, I'd rather that we didn't sleep with anyone else, but I'm happy for a little bit of casual flirting or making yeah. friends and doing that on Grindr, that's fine. It's a great, great opening yeah. to kind of lay out your boundaries. Yeah, but most importantly, don't let anyone fucking gaslight you into something that you don't want to do. Absolutely, so. absolutely. That's why I say lay out your expectations and if you if you if they don't want to adhere to that then you should absolutely say okay well this probably isn't going to work absolutely and don't be afraid to stick up for yourself yeah yeah, yeah. All right well let us know how you go yeah please do uh, oh stop saying things in that voice i want to do asmr it's very sexy. I was using a different studio at work today and mm. um, the microphone's really sensitive. Yeah. And so, like, <clears throat> what I do, because I had to record news because we're in survey break, so it's not going live, mm. and I just leave my mic on while I'm, like, editing the clips and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm, like, breathing and I'm, like, swallowing, you know, like, spit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having a drink of water. I'm like, oh, my God, I can hear everything. I could hear like my arm like rubbing against my jacket like as I was like moving. It was like and then I started just doing ASMR to myself and I was like, hello. That's kind of random. I don't know. It was just fun. I was recording an interview the other day with um, somebody and I realised I started the interview and I realised I'm not going to be in this, you know, whatever it is that we're making. I'm not going to be a part of it so I have to stop talking. It was really weird. I'm used to just. Well, that's how we do interviews in news because what we're we're interviewing people in radio news because we want to cut yeah. out something for them to put into our bulletins. So they, you know, it's like, oh, and the prime minister says he's a great guy, and then you play that audio yeah. clip. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird because uh, I'm used to obviously being on this, and we just talk Chat. so much shit, and we yeah, talk no. a lot. You have to turn your mic off. Yeah, I'm sitting there like, and I'm like. I can't, I can't, like, I'm not even saying, yep, yep, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, like, nodding my head, like. It's all right. They'd be used to it. They'd be used to it. Yeah, yeah, but it just, it was weird for me. It is strange. It is very strange. And then sometimes I know when I talk to, say, like, a rep who maybe doesn't do many radio interviews, they Mm. don't, 
it's like they're waiting for me to like say something as they're talking. And I kind yeah. of want to like, you know, because I just I just sit there and I have to wait because otherwise I could ruin a perfect grab. So Well, that's exactly right. You ruin you are listening, you're like, I can't say anything here mm-hmm. because I actually went to say, Oh yeah, and then I went, Oh can't say <laughs> anything. <laughs> Were you recording on different tracks so you could edit yourself out? Yes, but it's a, it's, it's, you know, when you do this sort of stuff, it's not like you whisper into the microphone, you know, so the other microphone could easily pick you up. So you just want to be careful. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Anyone listening who needed a quick uh, lesson in recording interviews, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there Bonus. you go. Bonus answer. If you, if, you, if you now have a long storied career in radio or whatever it is, please credit us. We'll take the credit. <laughs> i got a question here from Ronnie. Now, this one's a little longer, so um, bear with me. Okay. Bear Ronnie on. writes, G'day, team. G'day. G'day. Uh, I'm in a relationship. We've been together for seven years. We also have a three-year-old together and we live together but we don't have any major assets together. So obviously they don't own a house together or anything like that. Uh, Due to a culture clash, I'm kind of expected to be like a full-on housewife. I bring drinks, snacks, I prepare all the meals, clean the house and care for the child, Um, which is obviously not an issue because I, you know, love love the child. But um, on top of being a full-time mum and a full-time housewife, I also work full-time. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Ring, Uh, ring, ring, ring. That's my alarm bell going off. Yeah, I'm getting tired of doing every little thing. Um, When I don't, say, offer a cup of tea or a meal, I'm accused of not loving my partner or not caring. Um, But I'm, you know, getting really worn down uh, and the lack of support from them is getting me to a point where I just kind of don't care anymore. We all had COVID last week and I continued to do all the things, all the chores around the house, even while I felt really sick. Um, I'm getting to a point where I'm thinking maybe I'm being unreasonable. Is this just married life? You know, Not that they're married, but, you know. Uh, moving out of the house in the country we live in is not an option. There's a housing crisis and there's low wages. I'm moving home to my parents would mean taking his kid to another country, um, which seems unfair to my child. Um, I speak rudely to the whole family and I can't control how I react um, because I'm holding on to so much resentment. I need some outside opinions, please. Can you help me? Oh, Love Ronnie. man. Ronnie. Ronnie, you're in a pickle. You are in a pickle, Ronnie. You're in a big pickle. Not the kind of pickle that you want to eat either, which, you know, some people like to eat pickles. I like pickles. It's not a pickle I'd like to eat. Pickles I hate good. pickles. Oh, pickles are so good. So sour and crunchy. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect on a burger that's like really meaty and cheesy because it's so fatty <sighs> and rich. The and then you get this the bite of crispy, sweet, acidic oh, pickle. Gross. Oh, so good. I love a pickle. Gross. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about <laughs> poor Ronnie who really is in a pickle. Um, yeah. Oh, man. It's really hard when, and I've said, I know I've said this on the podcast, and I say it to any friends or family, like, you know, young cousins or whatever who are getting into relationships. In fact, I said it to one last week when we were at a family thing um, because they're about to move out together. And I said to her, um, you have to establish your expectations around housework, et cetera. Yes. Before you move in, or like you know, the, you know, after you've moved everything in and you've you've had a chance to sit down, you're having your first meal together. Do it then. Just do it as soon as you can. Don't put it off and be like, oh, we'll deal with it later. And da da da. 
do it straight away. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, and you and I, we've, I know we've talked for ages about this on the podcast, so I don't want to go too far into it because, you know, the, coop, the, the chicken's flown the coop in Ronnie's case. But, yeah, yes. lay it out in terms of dishes, cleaning um, and cooking. And it can, it can evolve over time, obviously, as things change in your relationship and your, you know, whatever it is that, that you are cohabiting together. Things will change. You know, maybe one person is full-time employed and the other loses their job and maybe, you know, you, you decide within your relationship that, that what you want to do is the person who's home all day takes care of more of the, of the course, you know, around the course. housework or whatever it is that you decide <laughs> to do. Things can evolve over time, but you do need to lay it out Um Early and, you know, uh, frequently if it's not kind of going the way that you expect it to. And this is hard because this is, to me it doesn't, it also sounds like Ronnie is in the situation where it's a cultural thing. They said at yes, the start Ronnie of does the, mention it's a yeah. cultural thing which makes it a, a little bit, it's an extra layer of kind of complexity. Um, however, uh, it being a cultural thing isn't necessarily an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's definitely not an excuse, but the fact that they've been in this relationship for seven years, plus it's influenced by culture, it is going to be very difficult to make any changes. Uh, 100%. And that's, I think, you know, regardless of what the the cultural element is, you have your um, expectations and your kind of... uh, you know, how you expect a house to, to run and what you, you know, can and can't deal with and your, you know, your hard kind of lines around what you do um, and, and how you run your household. And regardless of culture, there's a, there's a point where you have to kind of go, this is not how I want my life mm, to run. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Jax. I think it's a, it's an overall question. It's not a matter of okay, you just need to ask your partner to do more around the house. It's not going to be that simple because you need to look, Ronnie, at, yeah, exactly what Jack said. How do you want your life to look? You're, you know, pre, you know, you have a young child, so you're young, presumably, as in, you know, not 40. I mean, yeah. maybe 40. You know what I mean. You're young. You've got a lot, Still got a lot of, of life left. A lot of life left, right? And if you are this resentful and this unhappy, Imagine how you're going to feel in six months, two years, five years, ten years. Imagine how you're going to feel as a little old lady on your deathbed when you're lying there and you're going, shit, I stayed in this thankless relationship. I'm sorry, I don't know. You didn't say much about your partner in terms of how they are generally as a partner. But to me, if you've got someone sitting around the house that you live with, that you share responsibilities with, and they're not doing anything, oh, my God, like that is just just no way to live. Yeah. There's no way to be in a relationship unless you're happy doing it. But I can't imagine anyone who's happy shouldering every single responsibility in the house because she's working too. She's working full time. She's full time working. She's mothering full time and being the the full time cleaner and all of that. Cleaner, cooker, waiting. Sounds like she waits on him hand and foot. There are elements of, you know, like I make Shane's lunches and I really enjoy doing that and, you know, that's my choice to do that. And some nights I'm like, Shane, I can't, I'm tired or I don't feel well, Mm -hmm. sort yourself out. And I literally just say sort yourself out. And, you know, more often than not he doesn't and then he's like, good enough lunch today. I'm like, well, you're a silly goose, aren't you? So, you know, it's (laughs) but, you know, on the whole it's something that I'm happy to do. And the minute that I'm not happy doing it anymore, I won't do it anymore and I'll tell yeah, him exactly. and I'll say, sorry, I'm just not making lunches anymore. 
It's 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 the 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 kind of confounding factor in Ronnie's relationship is it sort of it sounds like it's been sort of happening for seven years and so I mean I'm I'd be interested to know what kinds of conversations if any they've had about mm. it that, about this so um, you know I will say that as much as it's not a way to live your life if if that's the way you've been living your life for seven years and suddenly seven years later you're like hey you know this is not how I want to live my life then you know you have to at least give your partner kind of a bit of the benefit of the doubt because totally. if you haven't been saying it for seven years and they've just come to expect that their life is is this way then um it's not fair uh, to be angry at them yes. if you haven't had a conversation about it beforehand if you've just gone about doing this and never said yes. a word then well you, you can still obviously be um unhappy with what's the how it's going on but um, of you can't necessarily be ang- if you haven't said anything before now then you you can't necessarily be angry that they haven't um you know picked up the slack um, but you could, you know, have the conversation with them and just say, look, I can't, you know, I can't live this way anymore and then just see what, what your partner says and how they react to it and, if, yeah, you know, if that's, go from there. If that's what the situation is, if you've never brought it up with them before, um, you have to first off. Yes. So I'm going to work from this, this perspective first and then we're going to go to the other one, right? Starting with this one, if you've never said a word to your partner, you need to broach the subject, bring it up with them. Um, it needs to be a conversation where you're not going to have distractions like your child or whatever, like see if, you know, you've got a date night or you get a, you know, you drop the kids off at daycare and, you know, you get a moment alone with your partner and you need to say to them, I'm really unhappy, I'm really stressed because I feel like I'm shouldering all of the burden at home. I would really, I, I, no, not I would really like you to. I need you to, to help pick up some of the slack. I need yes. you. Let's work out a roster you know, it might help to be a bit more regimented in the start so that they can kind of adapt to it and have really clear-cut rules. It's not just like, oh, well, can you, if you see something around the house, clean it or pick yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, Way yeah, too general. Yeah. Without being, you know, like a, hit, a, a dictator about it. I was about to say a Hitler about it. A dictator about it. You know, just say, hey, this is this is something I put together. What do you think? Do you think this is something that we can, can work together on? You know, bring them into the whole and, and, thing. And their response will also inform... You know how you go about what your next steps as well, but you do. You know, I, I think it is fair of you to say as well in that. You know, look. You know, lay it on the table. If you don't help out with this, like you know, this is how I'm feeling, and this is what's going to happen. You know, I might leave, or I might whatever it is that you feel that you need to do, um, because <sighs> you know, people can have the best um, intentions. Um, but for them to actually change, you know, and then look, it may be it may be a matter of, you know, your partner. If you've never spoken to them about it, they may not even realize. And they may, as soon as you go, listen, I really need you to help out. They go, oh my god, I didn't even realize. Okay, and then they change forever, and you know, you live happily ever after. Mm. Um, but if that's not the case, um, changing somebody, changing t- it, it can take a lot. Yeah, and sometimes people need to be aware of what the actual real world consequence of them not changing is for them to actually feel the impetus within themselves mm. to go about making that change. Because if you're like, hey, yeah, I really need need you to help out um, because I'm feeling annoyed in three weeks' time when, you know, old mate doesn't pick up, you know, put the washing on and you're like, hey, I'm really annoyed, you know, I feel like maybe they might, depending on your relationship and what you want to happen, there might need to be some sort of like, hey, you know, this is where I'm at and and – if we don't sort this out, then this is what's going to happen. Mm. Agreed. Um, and, yeah, yeah, absolutely lay it on the line. Now, the other 
alternative here that we're not sure about is whether they have spoken to their partner about this or whether yes. their partner knows how they're feeling about it and doesn't yes. care. Yes. In which case, Ronnie, you need to do what is best for you mm-hmm. um, and your child but also the fact that for your child to be happy, you need to be happy, right? So, you know. Yes. I, I actually, that's a really good point you make because mm. I, th- I think uh, in some relationships – um, and it's sort of a little bit of an older school um, attitude, I think, um, or maybe it's a cultural thing, but I think some relationships, people are in unhappy relationships and they think, well, we need to stay together for the kids. Yeah. Um, which, you know, maybe that is true for your family unit, um, but, you know, your, your kids will probably be happier if you're happier. Mm. If you have a happier home life, mm. your kids will probably have a happier home life. You know, if your kids are surrounded by fighting and resentment all day every day, they're probably not going to have the greatest of time. It, no matter how good you think you are at putting a face on yeah. for them. Yeah, kids are way more probably, perceptive yeah, than we give them not credit for. And the other thing that I would say is sometimes um, by continuing to be unhappy simply for the sake of your kids, you're kind of teaching them the wrong lesson. Mm. You know? Yes. I, I, look, this is probably like, I think this is one of those things that parents either sit on one side of, and I find it really fascinating. Um, And this is just me reading Facebook comments. Obviously, neither you or I are parents. We're doing a lot no. of things where we have no experience in this episode. We're not gay and this is, we're not no, parents. No, I know, but this is literally our <laughs> podcast. We have no experience. We're not fucking therapists. We don't know the world. We, uh, we have a very similar, you know, um, stories of how we met our partners and yes, how long we've been together. I know, I know. We're we kind of the same person. We work similar jobs in similar <laughs> industries. We we got Wait, no fucking idea what we're talking about. This is I think we fucked up with the premise of this podcast. I don't think we're the right people to be doing. This. I know we should have done a podcast about I don't know how to fucking succeed in radio as someone who has a stable long term relationship. Oh woo! How exciting. <laughs> um, but I read a lot of comments where it's or, or like I've read threads. I find it really fascinating to see where parents sit. Some parents are like, "My children come first. No, not not negotiable. Like that's it. Full stop." Yep. But then you get the parents who go, "Well, no, I put my relationship first because that's where the children came from, and that's mm-hmm. what is going to help support them for the rest of their lives." You know? Well, yeah, that's that's true. And I mean, even when you say my children come first, um, you know, there's a lot around that in terms of um, what is necessarily best for your children and, you know, sometimes what you actually think in the moment or in the heat of whatever is the best for your children might not actually be objectively the best thing for your children. And staying in an unhappy relationship, you might think, oh, this is good for the child because they get a mother and a father who are home all the time. Mm. That might not necessarily, I mean, it depends on your relationship, depends on your kids, depends, depends, depends. But that might not necessarily be the best thing for your kids. Yeah, in fact, it's probably not like... You know, let's be real here. Ronnie. And it's not like, I mean, you know, it's not like divorce is uncommon. It's not like kids who come from, you know, broken families is uncommon. And it's not like we have millions of kids from broken families who are fucked up in the head. We're all fucked up. We <laughs> all have to go to therapy, right? People with whether parents, we've had a, yeah. Whether we've had parents who separated, whether we've had parents who have stayed together, mm. whether we've had parents who are gay or straight or, you know, Whatever it is, we're all a bit fucked up. We all 100%. probably need to go to therapy. It does, you know. Yeah, you can you can take the same situation five times and have five different outcomes. You know exactly. what I mean? It's it's nothing. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, you know, a stable home life is more likely to churn out a stable child. But that's not to me like staying in a bad relationship 
or a relationship where one or both of the partners is unhappy. That's not stable, you know. Yeah. Well, like exactly. we said, kids pick up on it. They'll pick up on it if you're unhappy and resenting your partner. Ronnie, if you have tried to broach this with your partner or they don't care, I truly, truly think you need to uh, consider leaving them or take some time out. And I know you said you can't move out, but go stay with your parents. Say, hey, look, I've got to, I've, I've got to get away from this. I want you to reassess whether, you know, you want me or you want a housewife and a maid. Yeah. Um, and go stay with your parents. Um, your child can still see their dad and still see their dad's family. It's not about taking your child away from them and removing them from family. You're just moving a little bit further away. You can still make time and have all those things with, you know, custody agreements and blah, 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 all that stuff that's, you know, way too deep for us to get into. But you need to put yourself first in this situation. You cannot live the rest of your life or until your child is 18 and has moved out of the house, which might not even be 18. It might be 25. It might be 30. These days more and more kids are staying home until they're 30. Ew. (laughs) What if we have kids like that, Jax? I don't think oh. I – I feel like I'll want to encourage my child to spread their wings and fly, maybe not at 18. And, you know, if they were, like, seriously saving for a house and they were like, Mum, Dad, we want to stay home until, you know, I've saved X amount of dollars to put towards a house or whatever, I'd support them in that. But I don't want a freeloader hanging out at my house until they're 30 <laughs> years old. Like, I just don't. No way. Honestly, I think based on how, you know, the kinds of um – uh, choices I've made through my life, the random just, you know, throw caution to the wind, um, things that I've done through my adulthood, um, I can't see my kids staying all that long. That's the thing though, culture changes, things change. No, that's true. You think about that's our true. parents. My mum moved out when she was 17. Like she went and got a job yeah, in a true. bank and bought a house you know, at 20. You know, you, know you can't what? do that these days. Let me tell you. We say this, but I reckon by the time we're actually parents and by the time our kids turn 18 or 19 or 20, we'll be like, oh, I wish we could keep them home forever. <laughs> we'll be old biddies by then and we'll be like, oh, my oh God. I wish my kids could We'll be on this fucking same podcast. We'll be 800 episodes in, 800 weeks in or some shit. And we'll be like, oh, John's John's about to, gra- to graduate. Oh, he's moving out. I wish he'd stay home. And our audience will all be like, oh, old grannies like us and they'll be like, oh, yeah, kids. <laughs> My parents didn't care when I moved out. They did not care, not in the <laughs> slightest. And then I had like middle-aged women that I worked with being like, oh, Bob's moving out. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. You care. <laughs> My parents did care obviously, but they weren't sad. <laughs> they weren't sad that I was leaving. Depends anyway. where you're moving out to. If you're moving out down the road. I was like, moving five you... hours away on my little yeah, lonesome. That's, that's pretty far. Uh, you know, 21. Um, but, yeah, Ronnie, back to you. I I really think you need to reconsider the relationship um, if it's something that's not going to change. If, if the housework situation and the responsibility situation is not going to change and you're this unhappy, there's, there's just no way that you can stay in that relationship as it is. Yeah. Absolutely no way. And uh, Yeah, and you have to lay it out. You have to have the conversation because just doing resentful things or being resentful or, you know, just doing things like, well, I'm not going to do this for you. I'm only doing it for our kid and for me so you can get yourself dinner or things like that. It's just going to spiral <laughs> out of control, I think. And, <coughs> and make you feel like shit. It makes you yeah. feel like shit just as much as it makes them feel like shit. You're making two people unhappy. You know, I'm not blaming you, but all you're doing is creating unhappiness for more and more people if that's how – if you're like, I'm going to stay but I'm going to be a bitch about it. 
Well, who wins? Literally nobody wins in that situation. Yeah. You all lose. So, um, you know, maybe maybe a therapist or someone might be able to help you, like, talk through your options better. Obviously, actually, that's a good idea, we, couples therapist. Yeah, yeah. actually, I didn't even not think us. about it. Not us. No, not we're not couples therapists. I mean, look, Jax and I will sit down on a video call with you both and give it we'll our best shot. We'll do it. I don't we'd think we'd be very good at it, though. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you just need someone who's like a outside of the family unit to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know? We'll, we'll happily do that for you. I just can't. I'm like tired enough and I don't, like I do stuff obviously, like, but I just, I don't know how you do all of that. I just don't. I just. It's I, a lot. It's I couldn't. Lot My house would be a mess or I wouldn't make it to work or, you know, like thing, bills wouldn't get paid because I'd be missing things because I'd just be too bloody yeah. tired to think about it all. I'd just cave in a heap. But maybe try couples therapy first. Actually, there's a really good show on, um, I think it's available on SBS On Demand. It's also on Showtime if you're in the US called Couples Therapy. It's a really good show. I'd highly recommend it. What, like them watching it together? Or like just in general you recommend just it? Just generally I okay. <laughs> I recommend it. Maybe if they, they're on the fence about couple therapy, they could try watching the show and see what it's like. Okay, great. It's a great show. It's really good. Ronnie, uh, check it out. We wish you all the best. Please please choose happiness or at least. Let us know how you go. Yeah, choose the happiness route. We're here for you. We are here for you. Feel free to message whenever you like. And if you have a follow-up, we'd obviously love to hear how you go with it all. Yes. Good luck. Now. Been a big week. <laughs> this oh, better not be a beater. This better no, no, not. No, no, no. It's time for. <laughs> oh, that is the most painful intro ever. Oh, but we'll never change it because it's just part of the fabric so of, of the podcast now. Now, you might recall last week, um, it was Wednesday my time, Thursday your time, mm-hmm. and Thursday was my birthday. So it was my birthday for you, mm-hmm. uh, but not for me yet. Um, so the very next day, and this was, you know, if we'd recorded a day later, I could have snuck it in there, but instead you're getting it this week. Okay, I'm excited. The very next day we went out for dinner for my birthday. Yep. You went to an Italian place? Yes, an Italian, an amazing Italian place. Was it? Uh, it's called... If- Set the scene. Is it a bit ritzy? Is it a bit trendy? Is it neighbourhood? Like what's the vibe? Kind of all of the above. Okay. I feel like there's nothing in LA, even fancy places are not like, they're still pretty chill. This was like, it's like neighbourhood, nice, not over the top fancy, but Mm -hmm. still like quite nice. Um, Well, how much would the average, you know, I mean, I know prices aren't the same because you have to tip yeah, in America and stuff. Yeah, cheaper actually. Um, on a scale, it, you know how you can do the dollars on like Google? So it's like if yeah. it has $1 sign, it's cheap. If it has $2 yeah. signs, it's moderate. $3 signs, exit. It's expensive. I'd say $2 signs. Okay, so nothing crazy. No, it's they, but it's, you know, they came out and she said, oh, have you been here before? We said no. And she said, oh, you know, it's a scratch kitchen. Literally everything's made from scratch, including the bread and the butter. And it was, it was amazing. It was oh, amazing food. That. Some of the best food I've ever had. Nice. Um, what'd you and, eat? And what'd quite you eat? Quickly, um, just quickly so go through the menu. We started off with this: the house made bread with um, the house made um, uh, cultured butter, I think it was, mm. and it, it's something else oil thing to go mm. with it. Um, and then, and she said, "Oh, it's you know the, the dishes are designed for sharing, and we recommend like you know uh, three or four dishes per per you know for for two people." Jesus, that's um, a lot. 
Yeah, it was a lot. So we we got the bread and two two pastas, and that was a lot. But we got a like a spaghetti and meatballs, and there were these giant pork meatballs, Yum. which were amazing. And the Yum. spaghetti was so good, and it came with this uh, garlic bread with cheese, and that was fucking oh so good. Two breads, that's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Large. And then uh, we also got a cacio pepe. Um, Yum! I love cacio pepe. With a um, it was they said on the menu it's a sixty three degrees Celsius egg yolk. Yes, 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 yes. How was that? I'm not sure what the relevance of the sixty three. Sixty three degrees means that's what it's cooked oh, in. So you know it's cooked. No, no, no. It's a special way of like making an egg so that it's at this perfect consistency. Ah, interesting. Was it was it like poached on top or was it like how did they serve the egg? Yeah, yeah. So it was okay. So the, the pasta comes out mm-hmm. and it's pasta with the sauce with the egg on top sort of poached with the runny yolk. Yeah. Um, mostly just yolk. Yeah. And she goes, would you like me to mix it in or would you like to mix it in? And I said, you're the expert. You mix it in. So <laughs> she did. Great. You know, it was amazing food, amazing yeah. food. So What did you have for dessert? Um, Tiramisu? Uh, they didn't have a tiramisu. <gasps> they did have a – it was an olive oil cake, which was Yum. also just incredible. I love olive oil such cakes. Good food. Yum. Such I'm good food. S- I hate you right now. It was okay. really good. It was so good. And you know, reasonably priced. They did have a truffle pasta on the menu, which mm. I was really kind of leaning towards, but it was it was you know, like $45. I'm surprised like, oh. you like truffle. Truffle's what? quite controversial. For people so, who don't like food – I mean, I know you like food, but you don't like vegetables or fungus – that's fungus. That's true. That's you ate true. fungus true. that yeah, pigs it's, find. It's, it's expensive fungus. It is. It's delicious fungus. <laughs> it's like Ooh, gold. I love truffle. Anyway. Anyway. Um, the dinner were, The dinner was lovely. It was a really nice night. However, not long after our bread came out, um, and I will say this place is called Union. It's in Pasadena, and Pasadena is where a lot of celebrities live or hang out. Okay. And Union is is you know a tr- you know trendy nice food spot. Mm-hmm. Not long after the bread comes out, um, this this sort of energy that kind of appears next to me, next and to it's you. sort of we're out on the street, street kind of. It's not on the street; it's the footpath. But yeah, it's like yeah, so. Yeah. There's restaurant, small little walkway, mm-hmm. and then we're on a little two table, just right, sort of on the other side of the walkway. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And I see this big dog and I'm like, oh, beautiful dog. And I thought maybe the energy was the dog. It wasn't the dog. Um, we're kind of going into the bread and my wife goes, look at who that is. Oh, my God. And I was like, I was like, who? And I kind of looked over and I was like, and I'm talking like, you know, the arm's distance away. Like I could touch it. It's so him. close. Oh, it's a he. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first clue. It's a he. And he's rubbing the dog. And he then he goes and hugs the manager of the um, of the establishment. And this is how you know he's famous. So they didn't have like he was like, oh, you know, I couldn't hear the conversation. But he was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. There was a bit of whatever. They brought a table out and put a table down so that he could eat there. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they made That's a table insane. for him. That's insane. And he sat there with a. Uh, woman, and I thought, gee, she looks familiar too. And we spent the entire dinner trying to figure out who the fuck these people are. And we were like, they're so famous. We know them. We know their face. I know their face. I can see them in the movie. Who the fuck is that? And all the people around us are like, 
oh, my God, look at who that is over there. And they're, like, subtly trying to film on their phone, like, you know, doing oh, the whole, like, the things. panorama, like, oh, look at, look at where we I are. I feel so sorry for them. Okay, but, but yeah. so they can't have been that big that you no, no, didn't no, they were instantly. Really it's not like, fucking like Matt oh my Damon. God, I know that person. What the fuck is their name? No, it wasn't Matt Damon. <laughs> um, okay, so not Hollywood A-lister. But, well... Okay, come on. So You're anyway, killing anyway, me. We, we, <laughs> You're killing me, bro. We spent the night. We spent like an hour and a half trying to figure out who it was. And I was like, it's Justin something. Justin um, Justin Long. Are you fucking kidding me? Justin Long. Oh, my God. Yep. I love Justin, Justin Long. Long. And, and he was eating dinner with fucking Kate Bosworth. <gasps> Kate yeah. Bosworth. Yeah. Blue Crush is like one of my favourite movies ever. Yeah, I know, ever. right? Oh, my God. That is a proper celeb watch. Yeah, how that was not, it was like. Wait, how did you not, though? Uh, like I would see them, both of them, and know who they were like straight no, no, I, away. I knew. I was like, oh, my God, I know him. But then I was like, what the fuck is that guy's name and what movies has he been in? Oh, my God. Did you, did you, so what did you do? You didn't figure it out till after you'd left? No, well, obviously I knew that they were who they, who they were. I knew that they were famous and that I'd know them from movies and lots of movies and stuff like that. And then I figured out later, I was like, that's their names. Oh, my God. Okay. But so we just kind dating- of had to, you know, I couldn't because ended up they were like still almost touching distance away where they were eating. Yeah. But his back was to me and she was sort of facing it. She had a cap on and she sort of had her hair up in a bun under the cap. And so you couldn't really tell. Um, you know, that she was very understated and he obviously has just got a very recognisable face. Yes. Um, so obviously, and he was very, very fit. Oh, was very he? Fit. He looks very weedy. Attractive. He looks skinny and no, weedy. He's very fit. Okay. Very fit. So I've just done some Googling because mm. I wanted to know. Okay. So January 7th this year. So you could have, mm. like, you know, you could have definitely gone to the paps with this because the headline from Us mm. Weekly is Kate Bosworth is keeping her relationship with Justin Long low-key and private. So oh. they're trying to keep things on the DL and you're on sitting the there having lunch, a dinner right next to them. Dinner literally across from them. Wow. Can you fucking believe that? That's insane. I knew. I told you there was a reason we started this segment and I backed it in yep. because I yep. knew yep. you living in L.A., Living in LA, yeah. not just visiting, you're gonna run into celebs. I'd yeah. say once at least every three weeks in terms of like a celeb. I'm not talking about the random ones yeah. you pull, pulled out a while ago. I'm talking about like <laughs> eating dinner next to Justin Long yeah, and Kate yeah, Bosworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you have any goss where they like? So Justin Long obviously like had a relationship with the manager, so they were probably friends. So he's not going to be an asshole to them. Were they polite yeah. to the wait staff? What did they eat? Yeah, I think I think um, I think they knew the the owners of the restaurant because they were sort of you know chatting and hugging. So I think maybe they frequent there, or at least Justin does um, relatively regularly. I it, I sort of got the feeling that Kate maybe hadn't been there before, but Justin looked like he'd been there a number of times, and I mm-hmm. guess that's probably also why they were like, oh yes. We'll, we'll make a table for you. Wow. Um, Literally pull it out would, the back and put it out for you. Yeah. It's, that's it. And it's it's under file for Justin Long and we will pull it out just for you. That is insane. Yeah. Can you imagine being um, that they, rich and fabulous that it's just yeah, like know, you right? rock up somewhere and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll go grab your table. Where do you want to sit tonight? Know, oh, I on know, the footpath, no problems. Here you go. Yeah, I know. I wow. know. It was great. It was a lovely night and it was just made, you know, it was just what a great night. Did and you I was just like, feel oh my like God, I can't believe it. I'm in L.A., it's my 30th, yeah. I've got a great yeah. job and I'm eating dinner next to Justin Long and Kate Bosworth. fucking Justin Long and Kate Bosworth. What a great like, moment. What is this? What a, what a What is life? I mean, what? Good for you. What? That's great. That's a great story. Um, what did they eat? 
I'm not, so they'd spent a long time chatting and then so by the time that we kind of finished our meal, they were only just ordering. So I'm not oh, really wow. sure what they ended up eating. But um, Could you hear their conversation? No, unfortunately not really. But um, they weren't like, I don't know if it's part of keeping on the DL, but they weren't overly like. Affectionate? Um, affectionate, no. Yeah, not right. in the public arena. Um, I did it kind of ru- not ruin. Obviously, you had a great time. You just said, but was it hard to like? I've done that before, where it's like, okay, not not someone famous, but you see, um, like someone that you used to know, and you don't like want to say anything, and you're out in public with your partner or with a friend, and then like they're in the same vicinity as you, and like you're like, okay, I just want to get on with my night. I don't want to go say hi. They don't want to say hi to me. But then it distracts no, you all night and, like, you no, can't no, stop thinking I, I, about no, it. No, because the only thing that distracted was the fact that we were trying to fucking remember his name. If it wasn't for that, if I knew his name straight away, I'd have been like, oh, my God, that's Justin Long. That's amazing. All right, let's continue eating. But instead we were like, what is he I'm embarrassed for from? both of you for not knowing their names. I know, but it just, it was like, whoa, oh, my God, that's... um. Uh, you know, fucking, you know, that's and that's why I sent you a message. I was like, I need, I don't know his name. <laughs> but you couldn't send me a photo because you would have ruined the surprise that no, you made me like, wait a week No, for. and also I would have been like, oh, I'm taking a photo. And his back was yeah. to me. So I was trying, I was asking my family in the group chat. I was like, what's this guy's name? He looks like this and he looks, and he's sort of been in movies that are like this. And they're like, send me a photo. I'm like, I can't, it's the back of his head. You're not going to know. You know what Justin Long was great in? Mm. A Cinderella story. Oh, Wait, hang on. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 no. Dodgeball. Dodgeball is what I was thinking of. Do you see him in Dodgeball? In dodgeball. Yeah, he was like the loser kid who was part of the Dodgeball team. I liked and him then in, he um, dated was... the girl from the cheer, like he ended up getting with the cheerleading girl and they uh, had a baby. I liked him in Die Hard 4, uh, <laughs> if you remember that film. Nope. Um, and Galaxy Quest, he was good in Galaxy Quest. He's, he's been not, in so many things. He was in Alvin and the Chipmunks. He was he's in he's that 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 he was in. He's just not that into you, as well. Was he? Yeah, he was the main guy. Was I'm gonna he? rewatch that. I'm on leave. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna put that. Yeah, it's a great movie. He was in New Girl. I haven't seen New Girl. Mm. He's one of those like he's definitely an A-lister. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But he's like he's but, one like, of those down, people that are like like he's not like it's not yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. I think he played Steve Jobs in some film once. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he's sort of like he's that kind of guy who's in everything but like you just sort of forget that he exists. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to describe him because, yeah, when you said Justin Long, I'm like, oh, my God, Justin Long, that's amazing. But at the same time I haven't thought about Justin Long in like – yeah, right? Actually, the, Hamish and Andy used to play that game where they, people would call up and try and name a celebrity, and they it yeah. was I can't remember what the time frame was, but it was something like it had to be someone you hadn't thought of in six months or something. I can definitely say I hadn't thought of Justin Long in six yeah. months. I hadn't thought of Justin Long in years until I saw him literally there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And and Kate Bosworth is nothing to sneeze at. Like I said, Blue oh, Crush, not. Blue Crush is absolutely one of my not. favorite that is a, movies. Oh my god, that is a great movie. She has the two I, different I coloured eyes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that movie all the time. Me too. When Me I was too. A kid. Great movie. Great flick. Well, there you go. What a great celeb watch to finish off our episode. Now we are going to ask you every week, and let's see how long it takes to top that. Oh, I don't know that there's. I'm going to top, top it for You'll, a long time. You will definitely top that. But There'll that be is something. But it might very be wild. That's definitely like I've never been near someone that famous. Oh, like maybe at no, no, work. That's, that's like, proper, proper famous. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can, you can, if you're in Melbourne, you might see like a um, guy, Guy oh Pierce or a, you know. 
Who did I see? I saw Eddie Maguire around a lot. He's not a celebrity, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he used to and come Mick into Malloy. work every now and then. Yeah, Mick Malloy I used to see. So he Mick. went to the gym on Church Street at Richmond. Oh, yeah. He used to drive Ross past Noble him. Ross Noble used to come in. He's somewhat It's famous. different when they come into work, though, because you're in a space where that's going to happen. Sitting I mean, I down so. next to someone at dinner who is super famous is completely different. I don't think I've ever. That's true. I was in. The, behind me in the grocery shop line last week was Benji Marshall, who's a NRL player. That's about as oh. former NRL player. I thought you were talking about um, Benji from Good Charlotte. <laughs> that would like, be that's cool. That's pretty famous. That's great. I've never had anything like that happen. No. I've, I've eaten well, in the uh, same restaurant to... as an Olympian. Actually, she was a Paralympian, Louise Savage. We used to regularly have dinner with um, such famous people as Jace Hawkins oh, and yes. Polly and, P.J. Uh, Harding. Polly Harding, yes. Um, speaking of Polly Harding, we did have some requests after the Jace episode to get PJ on, so maybe we should do that in a few weeks' time. Well, yeah. Maybe we should. Well, yeah, why not? We had Jace on. Why not PJ? Well, PJ didn't ask, so that's the difference, Jace. Well, yeah, and also Jace doesn't have people, whereas PJ has people. Oh, you know, we can message her directly, and she can. We yeah, don't have to go know, through her people. I know, but Jace can be like, "Oh, I don't have people to fob you off to," whereas PJ can be like, "Oh, yeah, just speak to my people." PJ we'll sort it would out. not, not for us. <laughs> I hope not. Oh my god, that's actually a real test of the friendship. Yeah, right. She's like, oh, yeah, I just teed up with my manager. And the manager's like, that's when, you know, that's <laughs> it's like, you know, um, when famous people work in, you know, certain jobs and you can like get out of things by saying, oh, you'll have to speak to my manager. And then the manager's like, oh, they would really love to, but they're busy. I know, because it's not as bad when it comes from a manager. It's not like you're exactly. fobbing them off. Um, yeah. Well, great, Jax. Thanks for that. That was a wonderful no end to this episode. And um, g'day, Justin and Kate, if you're listening. I hope they do listen. I'd like to meet. I'd like to see you again. We need to give you oh, business cards so that you can. I was just can, about to yeah. say that, and they could have just dropped it on their table. Yeah. They might have listened. They might have. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, well, yeah. Bugger me. Bugger fucking me. There you go. Another episode in the books. In the, can, oh, can you not ever say that again? I don't know why you hate that saying. It's a real saying. It's so the worst. In the books. Another episode down the hatch. Down the hatch. And never another, it. another episode locked and loaded. Locked and uh, Well, I it mean, I guess really it's locked sense. and loaded in your app still, uh, uh, podcast app. You are. Um, thanks for joining us. We are going to have next week off. Um, so Jax is going to throw up an old episode. If you have any requests. Maybe. Um, although. Oh, yeah, if you've got a request. I mean, I don't think we're that. You know when we worked we're on Jason. not very organised. No, and also, you know when we worked on Jason PJ and everyone would be like, oh, yeah. remember the podcast intro where, you know, all the producers talked about the first time they had sex or whatever. Like, we're not really yeah. quite iconic enough no. for that sort of for, we were, for requests. And also, like, we were really organised at Jason PJ. Like, we were super organised. Like, everything logged properly. We had everything logged and, and, and notated and we still, the podcast, it was still like when people were like, I remember that. Po- Anyone remember that podcast where 
Um, Sash said that she wanted to have sex on a swing and it's still like, oh, fuck, I don't know what podcast that is. And we're less, we're less uh, organised than that. Less. So I'm going to have no idea. Uh, so maybe, well, I mean, look, if you do have a request, I mean, send it through. But, you know, I think Jax, I'll you should look just, around for it. I reckon we should pick a number. Clippy, pick a number, any number, and then Jax has to go find that episode and that's going to be our reheat next week. Right now? Yep, right. Make it right less than 60. Less than, yeah, wait, <laughs> right. Less than 15, I want to say. Pick a number between uh, 1 and 15. Seven. There you go. Episode 7, uh, our seventh episode. I want you to go dig that out, upload it for the dear listeners next week, and um, and then we'll see you the following Saturday uh, with right. a fresh episode for you. See how I go. And if I'm, fi- if I'm really in the mood... I might dig out a really, really old one, but we'll okay. see. We'll see. We'll I'm, see. I'm, not, I'm not sure yet. Don't make any promises because it's unlikely we'll deliver. <laughs> so that means. And also the references would be so old. They'd be like, oh, my God, we're just about to go into lockdown. Oh, I know. I listened to, um, after the Jace episode, I listened to a yeah. couple of old um, potty intros from, from Jace and PJ days. Oh, yeah. And I think I found one where it was like literally in the show opener they were like, um, they were like, oh, this virus in China is a bit of a worry, isn't it? And I was like, don't worry, guys. The World Health Organization has decide- has declared it is not a global emergency. It's all going to be okay, guys. Oh, famous last words. Oh, my Actually, God. Actually, I, I don't want to get too hung up on this because we're not a Jason PJ podcast, but no. um, <laughs> I did um, go back not that long ago and listen to one of the early um, virus potty intros mm. where um, somebody came into work when they were feeling sick and I was and I was very social distancing. Yeah, you and were hard. Get out of here. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh. Everyone fucking laughed at me and look where we are now. Sorry, you were the one who thought you were going to travel to the US <laughs> in April. Well, I did. No, didn't you I? didn't. You had to wait till the next one to go. Well, you didn't I, go in actually, April. I, I actually did go in April. It's just that I went for like 24 hours. Mm, weren't we in lockdown though? The whole world yeah. was in lockdown. You didn't yeah. go then. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You went the <laughs> next did. the next trip. No, yeah, I went in April 2020. <laughs> right. We were all in lockdown and I had to do hotel quarantine on the way home. Well, you so were acting like you were going to go have a holiday. You're such a, oh, my God, you're such a wanker. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about COVID. It doesn't exist. It doesn't, it's, it's no, a, it doesn't exist anymore. Nah, it's gone. It See exist. you later. It's long gone. Anyway, um, we hope you all have a great Easter, a great time off if you get a long uh, weekend. Yes, have a lovely Easter. We, we've got, uh, we're picking up two different types of hot cross buns this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that because they're not actually, really a thing here. I wanted to ask you because I bought hot cross buns yesterday and then they were all over work today. Everyone at work has been bringing them in for two weeks mm. now. I wanted to ask you if they're a thing anywhere else but in Australia and maybe the UK. They're not really a thing here. There's a couple of – there's two bakeries that do them. One is an Australian bakery, so we're picking up some chocolate ones on Friday. Mm-hmm. And one is just a, a local kind of trendy bakery who are apparently they make amazing hot cross buns. But, yeah, it, other than that, like we, we had to specially order them and we go and pick them up and they're pretty expensive. But That's so wild. Who cares? It's the, hot cross buns. The, I bought a six-pack at Coles last night for $2. Oh, and they're fresh. Like the they're Coles, good. It's not like they're old. Like they're Coles fresh. chocolate ones. I don't like oh. chocolate hot cross buns. Give me traditional what? all day, every day. What about day? the Maker's Delight ones with the chocolate chips in nah, it? No, nah, I just oh, like a the normal hot cross bun. I want Fruit in my buns. Well, I don't. Un- oh, mm. yeah, you do. You know what I don't understand is like those funky, like chocolate. I understand. Normal, I understand. Like traditional, 
the ones that are like apple and cinnamon yeah. or like I mean, look, orange and mango. And I'm like, uh. It's just a bun though. Like at the end of the day, buns can be any flavour. How fun is buns I to say? So. Um, buns, Coles buns. did a jalapeno and cheese one this year and I was like, oh, nope, no, I'm out. I'm no out. Way. I quit. Oh. What's, the, what's the plus made out of? I don't know. I think it's just... It doesn't have any flavour. It's just kind of. I, I understand the, the whole. It's a cross, bun you thing. idiot. <laughs> it's a plus. <laughs> it's Jesus' whole... crucifix. God. Is that, why is it on a bun? Because <laughs> it's Easter. I understand the bun. I don't understand how they make the, the plus. They they just have like a piping bag, and you. I've seen videos, and they like drag it down one line of buns, and then go back up the other way, and down the other way, and then they go crisscross the other way. Go look at a video. It's very. It's not hard to find. It's not that Why complicated. Why cross? Why would Jesus want the cross on buns of all things? I think it was just a thing where it was like, here, this is. It's Easter time. We're celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He was killed on a cross. So let's put that on a bun. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird tradition, isn't it? And but, also, we're going to play a song on the fucking recorder about it. And also, you can do, all do, have do. chocolate eggs. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> What's the air? Well, I don't know. Have you seen the South Park, ep- the Easter South Park episode? Don't watch it if you're religious because you'll be offended. But uh, have you seen that one where Stan's trying to figure out what the deal is with like the rabbit and the eggs and everything? No. Watch it this weekend. Highly recommend it. It's All called, right, right. I can't remember what the episode's called, but if you type in South Park Easter episode, it's one of the first Easter episodes they did. Maybe season eight or nine. How old, sorry, just before we go, how old is the Hot Cross Bun song that Hot, hot cross, cross Bun buns, cost a penny? Hot Cross Buns, one a penny, two. Very old. Probably they wrote that song also, in the 20s. Why would you buy one Hot Cross Bun for a penny when you can get two for the same price? Was that like the first, was that the first like sale? Maybe it was the song they, they developed for the sale of Hot Cross Buns. They were like, one a penny? Oh, no. Two, two a, a penny. penny. Great. Hot Cross Buns, get them here. Okay, I think we should go now. Oh, okay. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week. Enjoy your Easter. Happy See you in the Easter. Two Au revoir. No, I don't think it's French. Goodbye. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.